Hi, it's Garen with Shamrock Roofing and Construction. Need a new roof fast? Consider Shamrock Roofing and Construction. Our rapid repair team will get you a quote within 24 hours and will always repair before we replace. One call does it all. Shamrockroofer.com. Hey, between you and me, it was lower testosterone. Lower T? Yeah. The doc told me once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to stay in shape. That's why I started taking Nugenics Total T. It's made a huge difference. Oh, I've seen that on TV. Is it for real? For sure. It's the number one doctor-recommended testosterone booster. It boosts free and total testosterone levels to help you get back the drive and energy from your youth. My wife, my boss, my kids, everyone has noticed a change in me. Do they still give out complimentary bottles for people to try for themselves? Yes. Just send them a text. Guys, text HATCH to 321 321- one three two one right now for your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea. Nugenics is the number one selling testosterone brand at GNC and Walmart. Plus, text now and we'll include a bottle of Nugenics Thermo, our most powerful fat incinerator ever, to help you get back in shape fast, absolutely free. Text H A T C H to three two one three two one. That's hat. Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM, KKGQ, Newton. This is the Shane Dennis Show on the new ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. Hello, welcome in. Happy hump day. Happy new time. Happy episode 427. Here on a Wednesday, Jack Johnson alongside Shane Dennis Show. You can give us a call, 316-669-4996. That's a hotline, ESPN Wichita 92.3 for this show or the Pulse from 2 to 4. The text line is 316-247-0923. You tell your smart speaker, play KKGQ 92.3. 92.3 FM on your radio. Tune in on your phone, ESPNWichita.com. Stream the show. If you're at work, your laptop, your device, your computer, it is February 22nd. And Wichita has already seen its high temperature of the day. The best you're going to do the rest of the day, it would seem 56 degrees, although it won't feel like it here on a Wednesday. All right, today on the show... What we need to get to and what we will get to is a lot. We need to talk about K-State Baylor as the Wildcats sweep the Bears with a victory last night. We have some Royals audio from spring training, a lot of it to sprinkle in throughout the show. Also, a Monster Jam is coming to Interest Bank Arena this weekend. A couple of uh, different shows on Saturday and one on Sunday. So we'll talk to one of their drivers, the driver of the Earth Shaker, Tristan England, will join. We will have Twitter question. It's already up at ESPN Wichita. Has to do with thrill seeking, as kind of going hand in hand with Tristan's interview coming up at twelve twenty-five about Monster Jam. We'll also have some spring training audio coming up at one o'clock. Vinny Pasquantino, Kyle Isbell. That ought to be interesting uh, hearing from Kyle Isbell now. So we'll do that at 1 o'clock. And 125, looking forward to an interview with an author, Kirk McKnight. He's got a book out. It's called The Voices of Baseball, The Game's Greatest Broadcasters Reflect on America's Pastime. So Kirk McKnight at 125. 
He's got not only thoughts but interviews to talk about with Denny Matthews and Ryan Lefevre in Kansas City, the recently departed Tim McCarver, and, of course, got to ask him about Vin Scully, Dick Enberg, and others. So um, the Voices of Baseball is the book, and the author is Kirk McKnight. So we'll talk to him about some of the great voices in Major League Baseball. And then we'll have almost Jax Young, as usual, coming up at the end of the show. And then hand you off to the Pulse with Pat Strothman from 2 to 4. So there is your show. That's how you can get in touch with us. We'll also have multiple ticket giveaways in the show. So we got a lot of stuff to inform you about, give to you if you're lucky enough, and couple of interviews, one in each hour. Should be a fun one today here on a Wednesday. Jack, what did I miss yesterday? I saw the rundown of the show, but uh, if you had to name him MVP of the Shane Dennis show on a Tuesday, what would it have been? I uh, probably would have to go with my conversation with Jordan Foote. We touched on pretty much everything Chiefs and Royals, as we usually do on mm-hmm. a Tuesday. But I thought it was very interesting with some of his takeaways on Royal Spring training, some roster crunches there. Thought it was interesting too, his takeaways from what LaShawn McCoy had to say about Eric Bieniemy. But it's always a great time with Jordan. And Jordan is always so knowledgeable. And and you know what's what I want to give praise to Jordan for is that you know sometimes you can have a guest come on and maybe they'll know all their stuff or they'll try to lie about knowing all the stuff. And I think with Jordan <laughs> you can always tell he comes prepared. He knows what's going to be asked. And not that we're texting him anything. Like, hey, right. be prepared to know this. He just can either think on the fly really well, but always has long, great answers. And Shane, you've been doing this a long time. Not just talk radio, but broadcasting. You've interviewed people before. Not everybody can take a question, run with it, and get a very in-depth, intelligent answer. Jordan always does that. And I think we had about a 30-minute long segment, which was great for me, as I can't bounce it off a board out back here. Right. So, right. so that was fun to have here. I really enjoyed my conversation with Jordan. And I've interviewed him a couple of times on my show up here in Kansas City. You know, he's always just a great guy to have on. It's uh, We're very fortunate here on ESPN in Wichita to have him every Tuesday. Totally agree. Totally agree. And, uh, and he doesn't really have a company line to tow either. So if he wants to be critical, he certainly can be. And uh, you and I texted, uh, I think it was yesterday. I lose track of the days. But I know not everything is shaken out uh, like it will by the end of March. But already things kind of have a way of working themselves out and never always in a good way because injuries happen in spring training. And some – it's not attrition yet because I don't think that's the right word. But with the Drew Waters injury, you know, we were wondering about, okay, who gets the outfield ABs and where and how often. And it's fun to speculate at the time, but it, and it's also at the same time hard to be patient and let's just wait until mid-March because a lot of things can happen. And then, boom, we hear about Drew Waters hurting his oblique. And as you, you and I text back and forth, and as we all know by now with baseball players, position well, I guess it doesn't matter, position player or pitcher, you hurt your oblique, you're going to be out for a while. Uh, Salvi hurt his oblique not terribly long ago, right? Was that last year or the year before? Yeah, it was last year, and he came back a lot sooner than expected and still was was 
producing at a very high level, I guess, by Salvador Perez standards, not by Major League Baseball standards, but he still had a little bit of pop. But I think it was his oblique, and then remember it was his thumb, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, And he was swinging one-handed and still hitting doubles into the gap, and you're going, that's just Salvi, man. But, yeah, oblique injuries we saw with Mondesi forever uh, that – you know, that can really wear you down. David Lesky had a great tweet today and just kind of saying, you know, with oblique injuries, at times switch hitters are more susceptible to it because you're swinging a lot from both sides. And you just, I mean, think about the odds here. You have a better chance at hurting your oblique when you're swinging from both sides of the plate because yeah, you're using both of them. You know, with a right-handed hitter, just using, I believe that would be on a swing, your left oblique or maybe your right oblique if you're right-handed Got hitter. It. I think right hand swing would be right over. Yeah, because you're stretching be that guy. side of your yeah. body. Yeah, and then left hand or left side. So with Drew Waters, unfortunately, it sounds like he would have aggravated it before uh, they showed up to surprise Arizona. But, you know, I think the unfortunate part of it is even if he does heal fast and he gets out there in the end of April, early May, missing spring training can set a lot of guys back. And if you're especially sidelined for a long time, it's going to take a while for Drew Waters to catch up. But this year with the Royals, at least they do have some outfield depth with some guys to get ABs. And, you know, with a guy like Waters, who's trying to make a, an impression, who's trying to, frankly, make a team, you really get worried about coming back too soon. If you're a 10-year vet, that'd be one thing. But he ain't. And I would, what did they say, six weeks? Was that kind of the time frame? Sideline for six weeks, so then you got to well, go through rehab and, yeah. And I know you can't give guys truth serum, but if I'm Nick Kenny or whoever the head trainer is, man, it's just don't put this guy in a, you know, in mothballs and in bubble wrap right now and don't open him until six weeks from now. That's easy for me to say, and I'm sure he'll be chomping at the bit to try to come back and make a team. But young guys don't always tell the truth, believe it or not, when it comes to injuries or how they're feeling during their rehab just because you can't make the team in the tub. And that sucks, man. That sucks. But maybe a little more clarity whether we like it or not. And I think by all accounts that kicks the door open for uh, for uh, Kyle Isbell to get more consistent ABs. We'll hear from him coming up at 1 o'clock and also some other Royals audio mixed in there in the 1 o'clock hour too. So stick around for that. Um, here in the next couple of hours, we'll cover a lot of ground and a lot of different sports, but already a downer a little bit when it comes to Royal Spring Training, but we'll get a little deeper into that a little later on. All right, today is February 22nd. It is Ash Wednesday. Those who celebrate, reflect, fast, repent, and celebrate. Ashes made from the palm branches that are burned from the previous Palm Sunday service. Following a service or mass, the pastor or priest will invite the congregation to receive the ashes on their forehead. A cross pattern or other similar mark is made. The use of ashes during spiritual occasions has ancient non-Christian roots. Ash Wednesday and the beliefs that accompany it date back to the 6th century. And it's not only a Catholic holiday, apparently. Ash Wednesday services are performed in many churches of the Christian faith. So, Ash Wednesday is today. It's also Supermarket Employee Day. It's National Margarita Day. 
Tell you more about that coming up in hour two. Hashtag Twin Peaks. National Cook a Sweet Potato Day. And also National California Day. Spanish missionaries settled in California more than a century ago. Manifest Destiny in the Mexican-American War would play a pivotal role in making California a U.S. territory. Under the Treaty of Guadalupe Hidalgo, Mexico sold California, along with its territories north of Rio Grande, for $15 million. Only days before the treaty was signed, gold was discovered at Sutter's Mill, and the gold rush of 1849 would set off an era of settlement unlike any a new territory had ever seen. On September 9, 1850, two years after the gold rush began, California became the blank state. Jack, which one? 38. 31. (sighs) Happy California Day to those who celebrate. Also, on February 22nd, well, tomorrow we'll have five days to tell you about. Uh, Also, on February 22nd, the first Daytona 500 NASCAR race finished in a dead heat requiring judges to review video footage to decide the winner. 1959. Richard Petty, or Lee Petty, rather, excuse me, Lee Petty, in a 1959 Oldsmobile, was declared the winner over Johnny Beauchamp in his 59 Ford Thunderbird. Also, 1980, known as a miracle on ice. United States upset the Soviet Union 4-3 to advance to the final round. 1988, Grammy Award for Best Rap Performance goes to DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince for Parents Just Don't Understand. Birthdays, George Washington, 1732. Jack? Which president would George Washington? One. Yes. (laughs) Also born on this day, stay on the line, Jack. Robert Wadlow, 1918. World's tallest man. Yeah. You know when he checked out? What age? Ooh, wasn't it like 20-something? 22. Yeah. He grew to be 8 feet 11 inches tall at the age of 19. He was 8'4". Died in 1940, but still the tallest man who ever lived. There you go. There's February 22. All right, so last night, K-State took care of Baylor in Bramlage. Keontae Johnson scored 25 points. Marquise Noel, 14 points, 10 assists. K-State's defense was pretty stifling in the second half. A lot of one-and-dones down the stretch. Some free throws made down the stretch. And giving Jerome Tang a sweep of his former team and longtime mentor, Scott Drew. Cam Carter had 10 points for the Wildcats, who trailed at halftime before an 18-4 run gave them control. They led by like 10 with six minutes left to go and pretty much kept it there. 
Keontae George hit six threes and had 23 points. But LJ Cryer had four threes, and it took him a lot of shots to get him. Baylor was coming off a loss at Kansas on Saturday in which the Bears led in the first half of that game, although a lot bigger lead in the first half against Kansas as they had against Kansas State. But that second half, sluggish for the second game in a row. And now K-State is in third place. They're in a, they're in a kind of a tie with Baylor, but they have the tiebreaker on them, obviously. Admit it, Jack. Kansas State is surprising you. I think that uh, idea went out the window, hell, two months ago. I mean, they surprised me after their win in Texas and or in Austin and yeah. then in Waco back-to-back. I'm yeah. going, all right, well, this is not a team that's just overachieving. This is a damn good team, and they've proven time and time and again that they're not going anywhere. They're going to be a tough out in March. So they win again last night, and they get to 9-6 and six in Big 12 play, 21-7 and seven overall. It guarantees a non-losing record in Big 12 play for the first time in four seasons. Seven AP Top 25 wins, which tied the school record. So they're already there when it comes to that. A sweep the season series from Baylor for the first time since 2019. They only had seven turnovers. The three aforementioned Wildcats in double figures. 16 20-point games for Keontae Johnson, including eight by a Wildcat this year. And despite not shooting particularly well, Marquise Noel, six double-double in points and assists, and he didn't have any turnovers. Pretty good recipe, especially this deep into the season against a league team and against a guy that, frankly, might know every move before Jerome Tang made it. But his guys executed at a higher level and K-State with an impressive victory last night down the stretch over the Baylor Bears the number 14 slash 16 K-State Wildcats whichever poll you prefer they were victorious last night and continue to bounce back after just a little skid and if you have little skids the wrong way Skids instead of streaks in the Big 12. It's no big deal as long as you don't let it linger. And K-State has not. They continue to answer the bell. And I think that, if it hadn't already been done, wraps up the Big 12 Coach of the Year. You can go ahead and engrave Jerome Tang's name into it after sweeping his former team. Or at least his mentor in the former team that basically he helped put together. A second-half rally by K-State in front of a raucous crowd. A sellout at Bramlage. Scored 44 points in the second half on 58% shooting. 22 points coming in the paint. These guys, I don't know what their ceiling is in the NCAA tournament, but they've got a nice little mix going. Inside and out, Desi Sills continues to play well. Jerome Tang kind of went out of his way to give him the sixth man of the year vote. And you got other guys that we don't talk about much that are kind of under the radar guys or, you know, guys that they don't have to necessarily draw up a bunch of plays for. Naquan Tomlin, David Gasson, those guys too. 
and assuming semi-full health, these guys are going to be a tough out. They're, they're hard to define, but makes you wonder. Once the NCAA tournament comes around and teams are going to have to prepare for them to play them the first time, what's that going to look like? And can they hang on to a really good seeding in bracketology? I know Jack talked about bracketology a little bit yesterday. K-State seems to be fairly comfortable in the top three, in the three seed, and that'll get you a long way as far as the three versus, what is it, 14, which would be a, you know, a WAC team or a Big West team perhaps. But that's a little bit further down the road, but now you can kind of start uh, counting it down as K-State heads toward the finish line of the Big 12 with plenty of good feeling going. And certainly when they play in Bramlage, they're on to something because they're, they're going to sell out and Jerome Tang's going to jump up on the table and he's going to jump up into the stands and he's going to do the Wabash Cannonball and all that stuff with the students. And frankly, I think it's kind of cool to see. And can't imagine K-State fans thought it would be this good this soon. And so they are certainly riding the wave right now as they sweep Baylor in the season series and continue to bounce back from that most recent OU defeat in which they had a hard time guarding. All right, coming up here in just a little bit, we will be joined by Tristan England. Monster Jam is coming to Interest Bank Arena Saturday afternoon, Saturday evening, and Sunday. And we'll talk to Tristan England. He's the driver of Earthshaker. So we'll get some Monster Jam talk with him, talk about the unbelievable enormity of those trucks that they drive and how he got into the business. So we'll talk to him about that when we come back. We'll have some tickets to give away as well. The Twitter question has to do with thrill-seeking. We've got some Royals audio coming up in hour number two. We've also got some WSU Memphis basketball tickets to give away. That'll be in second hour, so be listening for that. And then we'll talk to an author, Kirk McKnight, who has a book out called The Voices of Baseball, Game's Greatest Broadcasters Reflect on America's Pastime. That's coming up at about 125, and he'll have particular thoughts on Denny Matthews and Ryan Lefevre. So that ought to be fun to visit with Kirk McKnight. We'll do that about one hour from right now. Then Jack and I, of course, play I'm Old Jack's Young February 22 here on a hump day. So we've got all that to look forward to. So we'll step aside right now, and we will await the call of Earthshaker driver Tristan England. He's a second-generation Monster Jam truck driver at Tristan England underscore. If you're into that, follow him on Twitter. And when we come back, we'll talk to him. We'll have Twitter before we wrap up the first hour here on the Shane Dennis Show on Wednesday, it is 12-22. You're listening to the Shane Dennis Show on ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. What do people with blindness or low vision need to live to the fullest? Just ask them. It's skill development, scientific breakthroughs, knowledge-based jobs, and the same opportunities as everyone else. When you give to Envision, whether it be your time, donations, or your engagement, you make it all possible. That's because at Envision, they don't focus on the disability. They value the ability. They choose not to envision a world without sight, 
but to envision a world where people who are blind or visually impaired are empowered to reach their full potential. Learn more at EnvisionUS.com. Hey, Soren Petro here. The Royals are reporting for spring training, and we have you covered right here on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Is it now basically just in the ownership group's court to put the plan together, get with the politicians? Yeah, we're having meetings with the politicians, with political leaders. We're not hiding anything. It's really about, uh, it's just good business, you know, not trying to not start a land rush somewhere. Follow the Royals on your home for Major League Baseball, ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. On that heavy shelf you hung yesterday. Turns out, you didn't use enough anchors. Wait, you didn't use any anchors? (laughs) Now you've got an open floor plan. Trendy. And if you have the wrong home insurance, you could need a wall of money to fix this. So get home insurance with Allstate and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Did you know that carbon monoxide is odorless and invisible? And the only way to detect it is by installing carbon monoxide or CO alarms. First Alert is reminding you to install CO alarms on every level and in every bedroom of your home. Also, remember, alarms don't last forever and need to be replaced at least every 5 to 10 years, depending on your alarm. Protect your home and family with safety you can trust by visiting firstalert.com and Lowe's stores for your carbon monoxide alarms. I tend to second-guess dinners with friends because they're often interrupted by diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or oily stools. It turns out I have EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, which means I'm missing the enzymes needed to digest food. My doctor prescribed Creon pancrelipase, an oral prescription medication that replaces pancreatic digestive enzymes. Creon treats EPI due to cystic fibrosis, chronic pancreatitis, pancreatectomy, or other conditions. Creon may increase your chance of fibrosing colonopathy, a rare bowel disorder. Tell your doctor if you have a history of intestinal blockage or scarring or thickening of your bowel wall if you're allergic to pork or if you have gout kidney problems or worsening of painful swollen joints call your doctor if you have any unusual or severe gastrointestinal symptoms or allergic reactions take creon as directed by your doctor and always with food do not chew capsules as this may cause mouth irritation other side effects may include blood sugar changes gas dizziness sore throat and cough these are not all the side effects of creon creon is the number one prescribed epi treatment ask your doctor about creon for epi and visit creon.com or call 800-633-9110 to learn more that's c-r-e-o-n.com sponsored by ab Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Welcome back, Shane Dennis Show on Wednesday, 12-25, to be precise. Coming up in just a little bit, we'll have the Twitter question. It's up at ESPN Wichita, as it is almost every weekday, where you can vote and retweet on that. has to do with thrill-seeking slash adrenaline rushes. And one thing that can qualify, or certainly would satisfy the definition, is monster jam driving. Although, 
probably uh, we're not cut out for that. We uh, probably wouldn't be able to handle one of those machines. But coming up this weekend at Interest Bank Arena, there's three shows you can go to. Two on Saturday and one on Sunday. And we're joined on the hotline right now by a driver of Earthshaker and a second-generation Monster Jam driver. It's Tristan England joining us. Tristan, how are you? Man, I'm doing great. I'm ready to get out there to Wichita and uh, start my journey tomorrow. I'm excited. So, Tristan, the, origin, the, the, the obvious question for a Monster Jam driver is pretty obvious. It would be, wow, how did you get into the business? But yours, your story is pretty easy, I would think. Your dad drove and still does, right? He drives a big Kahuna truck. And so a pretty natural progression for you. You grew up watching your dad, and you said, that's what I want to do? Well, since I was knee-high, my dad took me to my first event, and that kind of set the motorsports bug in early. Uh, we actually did some team racing, my dad and I. We did ATVs uh, growing up, and then I did some modified racing with my dad. And then my dad wanted to branch out. And he wanted to achieve his dream of monster truck driving, so he bought his own truck and called it the Big Kahuna. And he's actually got some really cool things in the works for this season. Uh, his truck's almost built. I'm actually about to go help him right now with my son. And his name's Crash. And hopefully he's the third generation <laughs> coming up of monster okay. truck driving. Okay, i got to get to the bottom of this. Um, is there any way that your dad tried to – uh, dissuade you or persuade you to stay away from monster truck driving or did your mom get involved or it was like, nope, Tristan's going to do this too. How did that go? Do you know? Well, I mean, they knew that I wanted to do some type of motorsport my whole life and uh, motor or monster trucks had already been a part of the family for a few years. So it kind of just went hand in hand. Uh, but I actually, I, I actually had a scholarship to go play golf. And I decided to hang around and play with monster trucks. Oh, my gosh. You had a ride to go golf, and instead you want to drive monster trucks. Could there be two opposite uh, possibilities in your future more so than that? I don't think there is. Living the dream either way. (laughs) So let me ask you, what's your handicap? Do you still golf? Are you still okay at it? I haven't golfed in, honestly, two years. I'll goof off and go to Top Golf. Uh, my handicap back then was a six, so uh, wow. not too terrible, but uh, I think I could still hold my own. <laughs> That's amazing. Tristan England joining us at Tristan England underscore on Twitter. Uh, Monster Jam is coming to Wichita. Interest Bank Arena, there's a couple of them on Saturday and one on Sunday. Uh, we're talking to Tristan England about how he got going. First of all, when it comes to uh, the actual truck itself, Tristan, uh, very few of us ever get a chance to even look inside, let alone sit in it. Um, give us the, the nuts and bolts of where, for example, the seat is. It's not in a conventional place, is it? <laughs> the seat's actually mounted in the center of the truck, and it kind of helps the drivers kind of be aware of where they are, uh, trying to know the spacing and the tight quarters that we do in some of these arenas. Uh, sometimes we do them inside a hockey dasher, so it's pretty awesome to see the driver athlete uh, in today's Monster Jam excel in such a small area. And that's where I like to shine is the small arenas is because everybody's 
too scared to go crazy and get wild because it's such a tight space, but I like to be able to calm my driving style controlled chaos and come out there and really shake things up with Earthshaker and have some fun with the fans. And if everybody's on their feet by the end of the event, I know I did my job right. No doubt. Can you uh, can you drive a Monster Jam truck and not be an adrenaline junkie? Is that possible? I, I really don't know. I, <laughs> the next thing that I've found next to Monster Trucks, uh, I worked on wind turbines for a little while as well on the side. Uh, so that's like the next adrenaline kick that I've gotten uh, next to Monster Trucks. <laughs> We've got a. <laughs> we're talking to Tristan England. He's driving Earthshaker. Uh, his dad drives Big Kahuna. We got a Twitter question up, and uh, it has to do with thrill seeking and a couple of the the topics on Twitter. Uh, I'd love to get your your thoughts or at least your feedback on whether you've done these things or you'd like to do them or not. Skydiving. Okay. Skydiving. Have uh, you done that? Would you like to? I would love. I would love to do it. I guess I'm waiting on the right moment. I'm not scared to do it whatsoever. Running with the bulls. Done it. Uh, not necessarily the ones in Spain, but the ones out in the pasture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, skiing, uh, snow skiing on black slopes. Uh, never done it, but I mean, I'd try anything, I guess. <laughs> and finally, cage diving with sharks. How's that grab you? Oh, I, we were supposed to do that last year in Australia and it got canceled. So I knew I would have done it. Um, but it got canceled for weather, so that is crazy. I would totally do it. We're talking to Tristan England. He drives Earthshaker, Monster Jam, coming to Intrust Bank Arena. So let's get back to your dad for a little bit. He obviously encouraged you to do so, and and you're going to pass that down to your boy as well. Um, Was it easy to kind of pick up on the ins and outs of driving a, a huge truck like that, or did your dad say, okay, there's some nuance here, and here's what you need to know? How'd that go? Uh. My dad kind of just taught me the ins and outs of the mechanical side of it, uh, pretty much just working on it, motor and mechanical side. And then uh, I went to Monster Jam University, which is where 14-time world champion Tom Metz is from. And he'll go out there and he'll actually teach you the basics, the ropes, all that stuff behind the wheel. And then you get sent out after you graduate the university, and you have to hone your own skills throughout the season uh, you have to figure out what, you know, what's your niche and, you know, try to have some fun with it also. Uh, but at the end of the day, if you can get the fans rolling and the kids, man, it's all about the kids. My favorite thing that has, over the years has really grown on me is the pit parties. And that's like, that's our bread and butter. There's no other motorsport like Monster Jam when it comes to this stuff because you cannot go to another motorsport and see their vehicles up close and personal and the drivers. We're sitting there in a line waiting for you guys, eager to meet you, and we're excited to put on an event for that day. So I guess the next natural question is, uh, is it possible to get hurt in those things? Because I know you're strapped in there kind of like NASCAR, maybe even more so. Have you ever been injured uh, driving one of those things? I have not. I am honestly... Wow. Uh, fitted with the best safety equipment possible. I've got a Simpson five-point harness and ISP full containment seat. So these seats are actually formed to each and every driver to fit them personally and be really snug so those impacts don't hurt us as bad. And so what's what's the body of those trucks made of? Uh, fiberglass, and then we actually have one that's 
kind of made of a foam. Uh, the Megalodon shark is actually made of uh, kind of like a styrofoam, if you will, for an example. <laughs> so it doesn't necessarily explode like you think it would. It actually right. takes the beating of the roll pretty well. But the fiberglass on m- the majority of the other bodies, they actually uh, tend to break. They're brittle, obviously. You'll, you'll see it at an event or you've seen it in years past. So we like to get crazy. We like to get wild. As long as the fans are getting loud, you might see some of that fiberglass explode. <laughs> so on average, uh, how, how many days a year are you on the road doing this? Uh, well, we had the COVID year, and then we came back swinging. We were pretty busy with 21, and uh, 2022 last year was absolutely insane. We went from January all the way to December. I don't even know how many days I was home, but uh, I, I was able to travel the world and see it see some things and we won a lot of events and we were very fortunate to be able to do all that but i believe we're doing the same thing this year and we're going to travel the globe again so i'm I'm ready for it i don't know what the rest of 23 is uh to expect but we're we're ready to shake things up he drives earth shaker it's tristan england monster jams coming to wichita Intrust Bank Arena, a couple of sessions on Saturday, one on Sunday at Tristan England underscore if you want to follow him on Twitter. Uh, now, they, the the Monster Jam culminates in Las Vegas, and I would assume that's maybe your uh, one of your favorite stops on the tour. I'm just guessing here. Yes, so for years the World <laughs> Finals was home in Las Vegas at Sam Boyd Stadium, and now we are trying to move the World Finals uh, to different areas, so – we hit Orlando, Florida, and had World Finals and had an elevated start with 32 of the best of the best. And then it was 24 of the best of the best. And now we're taking the World Finals experience to Nashville, Tennessee, July 1st this year. It's going to be hot, but it's going to be a lot of fun. And it's going to be all of the best of the best out there, even some legends, some Hall of Fame monster truck drivers. And it's going to be all-out fun. My family's going I hope everybody else can make it out there because it's one of the biggest events that we have. It's like our Super Bowl, so it gets pretty wild, and we don't care what the trucks look like after the event, and we don't <laughs> care what we tear up because it's it's the big show. Yeah, so that's it. You don't leave anything on the table if you're if you're out there. It's it's pedal to the metal all the way through, huh? Yes, we made it to the semifinals in racing uh, at World Finals last year. Fell a little short. We were almost to the top, but uh, that's why we got to get back out there. We're itching to get back out there for racing, especially, but freestyle. I know that's what everybody paid to see is some absolute chaos. So, and so, that's so what how's we'll that? For. So how's that go, Tristan? How can you uh, outdo your competitors? Is it time? Is it style? Is it difficulty? How's that go? So the main thing you want to look for in a freestyle is necessarily momentum. You don't want anybody to back up. You don't want anybody to reverse because you're losing time unless it's yeah. thrown into a combo move, which these trucks have definitely evolved since back in the day. So these moves that we can do, I could throw it up on the front two wheels during a freestyle, balance it on the front two wheels, put it in reverse, put it back onto a wheelie on top of the dirt. I mean, the variations are crazy. Uh, the amount of horsepower that we're still dealing with is crazy. And the shock packages that we have now are just so much better than they were back in the day. So uh, you really want to look for style, variation, momentum, uh, tricks. 
and big air. Wow. That's what we love. Talking to Tristan England, Earthshaker is the truck that he drives. His dad drives Big Kahuna. Over 4 million people see Monster Jam throughout the world in a regular year. And this iteration will be at Intrust Bank Arena in Wichita, twice on Saturday and once on Sunday. A couple of quick ones before we let you go, Tristan. Really appreciate your time. I'll let you get to your dad here in just a second. Um, You say your favorite movie is Days of Thunder. Have you ever driven a NASCAR car? So I, I actually tried to drive uh, legend cars for a little while, and the funny story on that is is it was a sideshow for the Monster Jam event down in Houston when I was about 16, 17, and I had my fire suit in the trailer with my dad and my helmet, and they asked me if I wanted to drive this legend car that I've never seen in my life, and I said I would do it. And it was on dirt, so felt like home to me. Yeah. And I actually uh, got invited. I got second in that event. And so they were impressed. They wanted me to come out and try it on asphalt. Let me tell you something. They are nuts on asphalt. <laughs> okay, yeah. I like getting sideways, and I have more control, I feel like. But uh, asphalt, that's not for me. I, I'm from the country, from the south, and the dirt. That's where I was born and raised. And I know I can get down on the dirt, but the asphalt, that's not for me. <laughs> that's a different different animal, huh? So uh, is. Crash, crash is your boy. How old is he? And uh, how will you bring him along and encourage him to do what Dad does? Oh, man. Uh, well, I haven't bought him a mini monster yet. He's three years old. Oh, okay. And uh, he's, he's just as crazy about monster trucks as I am. I mean, he's got me right now. He's uh, in his room got his spin masters out and he's wanting me to come play with him right now so uh got all the play sets out he actually sometimes gives me inspiration i mean sometimes he'll do a trick on his own and it throws the little truck you know in a certain way and i'm like huh i wonder if i could put that to dirt uh, put it to paper and you know dad try that out but uh it's awesome to be able to do this for a living and then my son enjoy it just as much as i do he just got to experience Monster Jam last weekend again for the millionth time <laughs> in Oklahoma City. So it's uh, it's it's awesome. I couldn't ask for anything more, and I think it's pretty awesome, awesome that his name's Crash, and hopefully he'll be the third generation like we are talking about. Driving Earthshaker, it's Tristan England. Monster Jam's coming to Wichita. At Tristan England underscore, if you want to follow him on Twitter, Tristan, great catching up with you. Best of luck, not only this weekend, but beyond. Uh, Really enjoyed the visit. Appreciate you. Thank you, guys. Take care. You bet. All right, there he goes. Earthshakers, Tristan England. His dad drives Big Kahuna, Tristan's nickname. Not surprisingly, Little Kahuna. All right, so I mentioned it's coming to Wichita on Saturday. And if you want to go to the 7 o'clock show Saturday night, Jack's got a family four-pack of tickets for you. If you're caller number three, we'll give you a four-pack to go to Intrust Bank Arena Saturday night to watch Monster Jam at IBA. 7 o'clock. If you can go, family four-pack of tickets, caller number three, 316-669-4996. Call Jack now, and good luck. When we come back, we'll take a look at the Twitter question. It's 1142.
You're listening to The Shane Dennis Show on ESPN Wichita. What do people with blindness or low vision need to live to the fullest? Just ask them. It's skill development, scientific breakthroughs, knowledge-based jobs, and the same opportunities as everyone else. When you give to Envision, whether it be your time, donations, or your engagement, you make it all possible. That's because at Envision, they don't focus on the disability. They value the ability. They choose not to envision a world without sight, but to envision a world where people who are blind or visually impaired are empowered to reach their full potential. Learn more at EnvisionUS.com. Did you know you could be driving in a pile of cash, like right now? Bumper makes it easy to know what your car is worth. The used car market is hot right now. Bumper.com can be your opportunity to make some bank. Bumper.com lets you know what your car is worth based on your car's specific details. So whether you're selling or just want to know, Bumper makes it easy. Know what your car is worth. Just go to Bumper.com. For buying and beyond, Bumper.com. Bumper reports are based upon data available. Bumper may not have the complete historical records of every vehicle. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Ah, thinking about gas mileage. A bottle of gum out fuel injector cleaner can clean your entire system and help your engine get more MPGs. Right now, you can get two bottles for only $7. A great deal to help you go a good deal farther. Find gum out fuel injector cleaner and everything you need for better fuel efficiency at any of our 6200 stores. Get in zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Message and data rates may apply. Do you need a car? Been shopping only to be turned down because of bad credit, low credit, no credit, bankruptcy, or divorce? Guess what? Today's your lucky day. Because now you can buy a car, truck, or SUV, just about any vehicle. It's true. Bad credit doesn't matter. No credit doesn't matter. Bankruptcy or divorce, it just doesn't matter. As a matter of fact, your job is your ticket to your new vehicle. We're Auto Credit Express, and we've helped thousands of people just like you. Antonio H. told us, great company, got me connected, and the day I went in, I drove off in the car I wanted. 100% worth your time. Need a car? Get started now and drive off as early as today. Just text APPLY NOW to 88909 right now to get started. That's APPLY NOW to 88909. Auto financing the easy way. Text APPLY NOW to 88909. Auburn Wine and Spirits. Offering whiskeys from around the globe, craft beer, and wine of all types. Auburn Wine and Spirits has been bringing our selection of 2,000 wines to Wichita since 2008. Right now, Auburn Wine and Spirits is looking for a sales associate. If you want to work in a fun environment with competitive wages and are at least 21 years old, part-time and full-time schedules are available. Apply in person at 320 North Rock Road or send your resume to wine at auburnwichita.com. All right, congratulations, Kelly. Going to see Monster Jam Saturday night at IBA. My thanks to Tristan England for talking a little Monster Jam. If you missed that or any other part of the show that you have to duck out of the car or go to the store or just want to hear part of the show again, whether it's this one or the Pulse, Go to ESPNWichita.com. The podcasts are there. Jack very expeditiously takes care of those. Uh, Tristan England, driver of Earthshaker 
just a moment ago. Coming up here in just a little bit, uh, less than an hour from now, author Kirk McKnight. I am particularly fired up on this one um, to make it about me for a second. The Voices of Baseball, Game's Greatest Broadcasters Reflect on America's Pastime. That's the book. We'll talk to Kirk McKnight about that, and we'll get a little Royal-centric. We'll talk to him about Denny and Ryan, and we'll talk to him at 125. We'll have some Royals audio from spring training coming up at 1 o'clock in the place of and supplementing the headlines. We'll hear from Vinny. We'll hear from Kyle Isbell coming up here in just a little while, about uh, 13 minutes from right now. The Twitter question, at ESPN Wichita, is what adrenaline-based activity would you most like to do? And I had bungee jumping in there, but I took it out. And uh, I don't know, I think it's a okay result because I put skiing the black slopes in there. Uh, asked Tristan England. Which of the four he would like to do? He said he's already done one, and he would like to do the other three, not surprisingly. But what adrenaline-based activity would you most like to do at ESPN Wichita? Skydiving, running with the bulls, skiing the black slopes, or cage diving with sharks? There was a time where I was a lot more ambitious when it came to wanting to skydive than I am now as 51-year-old me. I'm not sure about that as much anymore. I'm not saying no. Uh, Jack, any of the four that we mentioned tickle your fancy? Skydiving, running with the bulls, skiing on black slopes, or cage diving with sharks? Uh, takers there? It is hands down skiing down, or a snowboard. I snowboard. So, yeah, I'm, I'm a big-time snowboarder. I do double blacks all the time oh up there oh okay. yeah no i that is my adrenaline rush for sure i don't like sharks never gonna cage dive um running with bulls i guess i'd have to go to like spain for that uh, yeah. i i wouldn't like to be gored and then skydiving might be the worst option for me on this list i don't like heights no 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 bulls for me Oof. like what do you think the better chance is getting gored by a bull or your shoot not opening and I oh, know you don't yeah. know the answer, but... No, I, if you had Vegas odds here, which you're the most likely to kill you, I think it would go Bulls 1, probably skiing 2 would be the guess. And you, then, could hurt, you could hurt yourself skiing yeah. down the black if you're slope. Not, yep. Yeah, if you're, yep. if you're not trained as well or there's an icy patch or you know you go into a tree line you're not supposed yep. to. Skydiving's yep. the last on the list, but it's also just... I don't know. I've <laughs> Skydiving to me, I think... And I know that if you go the first time... You have somebody with you, yeah, and they almost—I mean, a hundred out of a hundred. I'm sure there's a parachute they're, they're, and a backup parachute. Hu- yeah, they're hugging you the whole way down, and then they take care of the chute for you, as I understand it, anyway. My buddy told me because he wanted to skydive for like his bachelor party. I said, "Yeah, you can catch me down at the bar whenever you guys get down <laughs> to the bottom, and I'll—I'll I'll join you guys there." But yeah. he said, "I'll be watching you guys." Yeah, I'll watch yeah. you guys. Yeah. Take video, GoPro, whatever you want. But he was like, honestly, if you look up the numbers. And I haven't checked him because I'm just not even going to entertain the idea. He said most skydiving deaths actually happen to people who are expert skydivers. They're just trying to test the limits as to uh, where they're skydiving or 
or trying the flying squirrel where you're flying in between mountains or yeah. you're trying to wait to the last minute to pull your chute. Like, it's almost never with novice people because there's so many, I guess, extra things to help that person who's going for the first time, whereas yeah. they wouldn't. Because I think, too, they have, like, guides follow you where somebody's on your back. If there was a chance that that parachute didn't open, somebody's flying down and grabbing the two of you and then using their chute. So I think there's like a couple of fail. There better be a lot of damn fail safe plans because I'm not taking a, a one faulty parachute and that's nothing. I think that's the fear of it is if something doesn't work, there's nothing you can do. <laughs> there's there's nothing you can do. You're just free falling to your death. But adrenaline rush, I'm I'm good to snowboard. I'm I'm sticking to snowboarding. I'm not putting my life at risk of being gored by a bull or eaten by a shark or dying by a 10,000, 15,000 foot plummet. I'd rather just take my chances snowboarding on a double black. So getting back to your, your skydiving um, rant, and you mentioned the flying squirrel thing. Uh, have you seen the newest iteration of Point Break? Yes. Not, not, not Keanu Reeves, but the new one? Mm-hmm. I have. That makes my stomach hurt. Yes. Watching that. Watching that. It is fascinating. It's a re- I don't know that I've ever seen camera work quite like that because you know somebody that's following those guys has a camera in his hand um between extreme what jack motocross skydiving how about base jumping yeah no I mean, people die a year base jumping that and bungee that's jumping, basically yeah. mm. jumping off of a building basically um textures <laughs> the skydiving is polarizing from the textures because one of them said i see no reason to jump out of a good airplane and that would be probably most of us but somebody else is saying skydiving is awesome stepping out of the plane is a real oblique moment you think bill no kidding uh i think i need to know more See, is it like an endless stomach drop? You know, when you go on roller coasters, like I hate the feeling yeah. of my stomach dropping. Is it like an end? I've had those dreams. You, know, you have those dreams where you're falling. That's what I imagine it would be like, but 10 times worse. I mean, an endless stomach drop would be horrendous. No, I could I not th- imagine. I don't, think, I don't think you can even define it, honestly. Oh. The first. Uh, and then, of course, speaking of point break, you go back to the ridiculousness of Johnny Utah jumping out of the plane without a chute and trying to catch Bodie and hook up with him and hug him, and then you pull it, you pull it. I don't know. So I don't know if I won't really want to skydive or not, now that I've talked my way through it. Uh, at ESPN Wichita, what adrenaline-based activity would you most like to do? Skydiving, 37.5%. Skiing the Black Slopes, 20.8%. That's absurd. Cage. Absurdly high or low? At low. How, how the hell Come is on, skydiving dude. so high? I, okay. if uh, Let me help you here. If you can ski, I think you would know the difference between, what are they even now? Green, blue, and black? Is that what they are? Green, blue, black, double black diamond. Oh, double black diamond. Excuse me. I think you would know your limits if you're basically what they call snow plowing down the mountain on a blue. And then you see as you're on the the lift, 
all these maniacs going down the the black slopes or double black or whatever, and just basically every five every five feet down the slopes, you're turning your skis so you don't go 150 miles an hour. I think you would at least know your limits if you skied before versus, yeah, give me some of the blacks. Like, no. But anyway, uh, 20.8% skiing black slopes. Uh, 25% cage diving with sharks. 16.7% running with the bulls. I think this is probably correct. Um, as far as what would you like most to do, and running with the bulls is last. Because you could die for sure doing that. And it might not have anything to do with the bulls. Like if somebody trips you, or you trip over somebody else, or somebody runs over you, uh, I don't like your chances. Unless the bull is fixated on somebody else, somebody or something else. Bill on, on the text says, you feel all that acceleration of skydiving for a few seconds and it's just like floating. Wow. That's a good response, texter. 316-247-BILL. Thanks, Bill. 316-247-0923. If you've done any of these things and you have uh, opinions of it, skydiving, running with the bulls. If you've really run with the bulls in Spain, wherever that is, I definitely want to hear from you. Uh, Skiing the black slopes or cage diving with sharks. Those are your options. So apparently must have stumbled onto something semi-cool because you guys are really uh, mixing in some good, uh, good response on Twitter and good response on the text line. So keep them coming. All day long. We've almost uh, come to the end of the first hour. We're almost at the top of the hour. The Can Quip KSH Red Zone Hour. Again, congratulations to our winner of the uh, Monster Jam tickets. That would be Kelly? Kelly. Yeah. Congratulations, Kelly. Thanks for listening, and hope you enjoy the Monster Jam tickets coming up Saturday night at Interest Bank Arena. Now, Coming up uh, here in the next week or so, we've got NAIA Wrestling to keep an eye on and for you to mix in. Time to leave it all on the mat. For the fourth year in a row, NAIA Wrestling National Championship is coming to Wichita. It's March 3rd and 4th at Hartman Arena, 280 of the best Collegiate wrestlers in the country will square off for team and individual national championships. The event is open to the public, and the championship session will be on ESPN3. All session tickets are now available. Also, single uh, single session tickets will be available the day of the event. You can go to visitwichita.com for more information. So check it out. Coming up again, March 3rd and 4th, it is the NAIA Wrestling National Championship. So check it out. Go to visitwichita.com for more information. All session tickets between 40 and 50 bucks, and single session tickets less than 20 bucks. So check it out. The format this year will feature an individual national champion in 10 weight classes. 
and a team championship based on individual finishes, double elimination format, top eight wrestlers in each class earning NAIA All-American honors. It is the 66th annual NAIA Wrestling National Championship, and it's coming to Wichita's Hartman Arena March 3rd and 4th. Visit wichita.com for more. All right, when we come back, we'll go to spring training, kind of, and we'll hear from Vinny Pasquantino, Kyle Isabel, some Royals audio for you in our number two, and also author Kirk McKnight. We'll talk to him. He's got a book out called The Voices of Baseball, the game's greatest broadcasters reflect on America's pastime. That's coming up in hour two. I'm old Jack Young, old standby. That's coming up at the end of the show. So stick around. Hour number two, straight ahead. Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM, KKGQ, Newton.